Welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raised us, faced us, and amazed us. I'm Al. I'm one of your hosts, and your other host is... Courtney, I'm also a host. I made you say your own name. Ah, uh, <laughs> if you say my name, if I say my name three times, I disappear. Oh, That's, I'm don't. A, it's a reverse Beetlejuice. Because I don't want to podcast by myself. <laughs> that so. would be... That would be sad. Keep your own name out of your mouth. Can you imagine just reading to a microphone every week? Uh, There's people who do that. There are people that do that. That's but hard... I gotta, I gotta have something to ping against. <laughs> Ooh, we're ping and ponging. We're, we're ping. We are ping and ponging. Yeah, that was hard to say. We're table tennising. We are. What do you got? Oh, <gasps> I know what you got for me. Mm-hmm. This is the second half of our peanut special. Our Nutapalooza. Ooh, I like that one even better. <laughs> our Super Bowl of Nuts. <laughs> I don't think we can still say Super... Can't say that. No? No. I don't think so. I don't know. It was never clear. Is it like the games? You can't say it? I don't think you can say the games. I don't, I don't think you can see the big football men... Okay. Though, 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 I mean, we're recording this in January, so there might not be one. Yeah. A bowl? And so maybe in honor of that, they'll be less litigious. <laughs> or or they have a lot of time on their hands, Ugh. so they'll be more litigious. Oh, boy. Anyway, the first episode of our Mr. Peanut special was on last week, so yep. I hope you caught that one. This is a continuation. Yeah. And this one's getting juicy. We're talking about nuts from tip to tail here, folks. <laughs> Especially the death. Of one particularly hot nut. Interesting that you say this. Oh. <clears throat> Ooh, they're starting. Dearly benutted. Oh, no! We are clustered here today to say farewell to an icon of marketing, a symbol of the lush green field where agriculture meets capitalism, and a representation of a truly American nut. Before we legume to rest... Oh, no. I'd like to say a few words. Okay, well... <laughs> Al did warn me I would be angry, um, infuriated, etc. the first minute of uh-huh. the sad creep. They're right. <laughs> I have to sit here. Al isn't recording alone. <laughs> I'm here. You may continue. Mm, Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smythe. Oh. Or as he was more commonly known, Mr. Peanut. Whoa, whoa, did whoa. Did you not... I didn't. You did a whole episode on Mr. Peanut. I didn't look into... You didn't into, find his real name? I didn't look... I've considered that his dead name. <laughs> okay, he I, died? I, yeah, exactly. Can you say it again? Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smythe. Smythe. So he's not even... He's, his surname's not even Peanut. No. Well... He is a Peanut. Is he a... He is a like Peanut. Like if I was called Mr. Human. <laughs> Which I do say that. You'd call me that, yeah. I do say that. That's a big name for a little man. It is. A little gentleman. It packs a punch. Are you going to tell me about how why he got named that? No. It's just, that's it. Yeah. That's his name. Wow. They're like, what's a silly name for this peanut? It is a, he, that is a good name for him. Yeah. Smythe. Smythe. Fitzgerald Smythe. Not even a nut joke in there, though. No. Which is weird, because they fucking, they, they love, love their nut love jokes. It. I love it. Oh. I don't know what to do with this information. Well, here's some more. Okay. 
From 1906 to 2020, he graced this earth only to selflessly sacrifice his own life to save his friends Wesley Snipes and Matt Walsh after the nutmobile swerved to avoid an armadillo and left them dangling perilously over a cliff. <laughs> Dry roasted in the resulting inferno, Fitzgerald Smythe is remembered by the tweets of a numerous other brands as requested by his management with the hashtag RIPNut. <laughs> okay, that's really funny. All of that. Is true. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I remember seeing when he has died. When he was in the nutmobile. When he was in the nutmobile. Okay, what what was him and Wesley Snipes and what was the, who was the Matt third? Walsh. Matt Walsh. What were they doing? Driving around, a, careening around a dangerous cliff. To, like, road tripping? To get, so, I don't know, to get to some sort of nut event. A nut event. Or perhaps they just were Maybe hanging. They're bros. They are bros. They're bros. That's canonical. <laughs> Could you imagine hanging out with Mr. Peanut and he's like, you're like, okay, let's go out for a, a road trip. And Mr. Peanut's like, I'll drive. Yeah. And then you realize you're going to have to take the nutmobile. I don't know. But you're like, I love this little mad lad. <laughs> I'll do whatever he says. Awful driver. Worst. The worst. <laughs> he can't even see. The little legs can't hit the pedals. <laughs> he, put, he uses his cane. Yeah, yeah. that must be it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Despite his apparently British heritage... Mr. Peanut is a fascinating node in a long, unbroken history of the peanut, a legume deeply embedded in American culture and history, perhaps more than almost any other crop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, except, you know. Well. <laughs> there's one. Hey, there's one crop there's that one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, that maybe. <laughs> but the, some things about the peanut yeah. may surprise you. Okay. Given its taxonomic classification, oh, Arrakis hypogea by Carl Linnaeus himself... Arrakis sounds like there's spider in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't like it. But, like, the word for peanut in French also is, like, has arrakis. It, it, it sounds it. like... And it always makes me think... Like a spider. Spiders. And I wonder if it's because of the spider web kind of pattern on the oh, shell. Oh, that could be it. But I don't know. Do you ever think that's, like, it's just, it's not, they're not vegetable. It's just spider eggs. No, it's not a vegetable. It's a legume. Oh, it is a legume. What's the difference between a legume and a... Mm, I can't think of something else that grows in the in the dirt. I'll tell you what. I'll let you know when I figure okay. it out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Good answer. So the likely origin point for the peanut is in South America. Yeah. Specifically speculated to be Brazil or Peru, given archaeological records from some 3,500 years ago of peanut-shaped pottery and peanut remains. Whoa, peanut-shaped pottery? Yeah. That's really cool. I know. I love, I love when um, people's, when we're like digging up stuff and we find like little toys or yeah, little kids. Yeah, it's like, oh, it looks like a little cat or something. Yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> the peanut moved up through Central America to Mexico by the time the Spanish invaded in the early 1500s. Oh, boy. From there, the peanut accompanied them back to Europe and down to Africa, where it became a common crop in West Africa, where cultivators were already familiar with the growth and harvesting of ground nuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, not cool. That's all imperialism, baby. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that was the path. Yeah. I f- okay, okay, okay. And the path continues from there. Yeah. Uh, as peanuts were introduced to North America via the slave trade. Yep. And came to be known more widely across the South as ground nuts, ground peas, or possibly the most pervasive, goobers. <gasps> goobers? Now, goober is actually a pigeonization of the Congo word for the peanut, naguba. Oh, 
Oh, that's that's why it's the best one. Yeah. That's a good name for a nut. <laughs> it's a good name for a nut. Um, but peanuts didn't grow towards their current snack time ubiquity until the Civil War. Yeah. Where starving Confederate soldiers counted on the protein they provided. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a lot else. Nope. <laughs> they needed those nuts. From there, the peanut began its spread through American culture, adopted by P.T. Barnum in the 800s as a roasted circus snack. Hells yes! And as a cheap crunch for the baseball crowd, giving rise to the phrase, the peanut gallery. <gasps> That's where it came from? Yeah, the, the, wow. the cheap seats. People were eating peanuts in the cheap seats because of cheap snack food. Remember those those circus peanuts? Like oh, the, the foam ones? Yeah, the foam Ugh. ones. Where did those come from? I don't know. What a nightmare. <laughs> came from fucking Dr. Frankenstein's lab. I kind of like them. I didn't. I like the kind of feeling that they're supposed to be marshmallow, but they're ain't. They're, ooh, I don't what know. What are they? they? Are. Who knows? <laughs> they don't taste like peanuts either. No. They're like an allegory for peanuts. <laughs> maybe they maybe it's like banana flavoring. You ever hear that thing about banana flavoring? Oh yeah. How, where, well, I think that is true. Where it tastes like what bananas used to taste yeah. like. Like the history of banana is what it used to taste. Maybe Maybe circus peanuts is what peanuts used to taste like. Like an original cultivar that's died out. Yeah. What if? I don't know. You might be honest. <laughs> peanut scientists, let us know. Let us know. Speaking of peanut scientists, Ooh. the peanut wouldn't become a cost-effective crop until around 1900 when mechanization made profits higher and led to increased demand. But the real nut revolution was informed by the research of Dr. George Washington Carver, mm-hmm. a botanist and artist who was born into slavery. After following his passion for plants into an education at what is now Iowa State University, he became the first African-American faculty member there until 1896, when he was invited by Booker T. Washington to teach and perform his own research at Tuskegee University. Yeah, he's not just a nut guy either. He's a fucking... I know. It's, like, wild, because the first... My first introduction to George Washington Carver was Clone High. Yeah, I was just going to say Clone High. Where they just make him this little nerd with a little nut friend, and this guy was, like, (laughs) fucking so much cooler than that. <laughs> Peanuts for all. <laughs> oh, Clone High. Wow. They did him pretty dirty, I they think. Did, they did. Hey, they did a lot of. They did a, a lot, lot of people pretty of dirty. People pretty dirty. Yeah, that was my. Well, no. I will say that probably in when I went to American high school. Yeah, because you, you went taught, to high school in the U.S. Uh, sorry, American elementary school. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> back in the 90s, uh, and probably do t- today too, to check a, like a multicultural box. Oh. They're like, it's Black History Month. Here, this guy invented peanut butter. He didn't. Wow. He didn't. He didn't, invent- he didn't. A, he didn't. And B, <laughs> he did a lot more than that. But here, check a box. Oh, that's wild because yeah. I didn't learn about him at all living, you know, growing up in Canada. Yeah. Um, only heard about him on Clone High. Yeah. And then, like, actually doing research for this episode was like, this dude is so fucking cool. He's so cool. Botanists know how to do it. Botanists they know how to party. are awesome. <laughs> I love a botanist. So uh, one of the reasons that his research was so important is that during the early 1900s, the bull weevil had decimated <gasps> cotton crops. Oh, no. And Dr. Carver's research found that farming peanuts would increase sustainability by introducing beneficial nitrogen to the soil. In, in, instead of dumping a bunch of fertilizer on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. peanuts, they can do everything. Well, he also developed 300 different potential uses for the peanut. I did hear about that in my elementary school. 300 uses of peanuts. Can you name any of them? Uh, number one, clothing. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Could you imagine? That'd be cool. Number two, nasal spray. (laughs) 
Why not? A little salty up there. <laughs> right? I got that sea salt nasal spray. Oh. Put a little peanut in there. Number three, hair tonic. Make well, your hair grow. There were a lot of cosmetics. <laughs> Number four, lube. Oh, almost certainly. Almost the peanut, certainly. the oily peanut. Okay. Well, nut oil was, peanut oil was already widely used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, you open up your Adam's peanut butter jar. There's a, there's just oil on top, right? Folks, don't. Folks, <laughs> folks, I got to tell you, don't, don't, folks. What are you supposed to do with it? Folks, no. I'm young and horny. <laughs> and salty. And <laughs> salty. I got a couple rashes down there. <laughs> From doing this? I may be allergic to peanuts. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't confirm or deny that, but I can okay. confirm that some of the uses included cosmetics, rubber, and fucking nitroglycerin. What? <laughs> Make a peanut bomb? Make a peanut bomb, baby. Wow. Oh, it smells real good. You know what the smell of roasted peanuts? Yeah. That's what it would smell like. Yeah. So it'd be like sad but pleasant. <laughs> My house is on fire. Thanks. There's been a war it crime. It do smell good, though. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me back to the ball game, baby. Baby. So, yeah, the, the peanut and Dr. Carver's research saved the economy and agricultural industry of the American South at a very tenuous time. Also, this is an absolute side note. <laughs> but prior to studying horticulture, Dr. Carver studied music and art, and his paintings were displayed at the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago. Hells yes! We're here again. We're back. Is this going to be the supernatural of this mm. season of... No, I just think it was like kind of a wild time. Yeah, I think it's I a think really it's good got, like, pretty interesting. Really good. I think you and I are really interested in World's Fairs because even though they're like horrible representations of ways that cultures are marginalized yeah. and bad commodifications. Here, here look and... at this culture. Ain't it neat? Yeah, there's like some real <laughs> bad stuff that happens at World Fair, but yeah. also like... The World's Fair is one of the places where all of these intersections of culture and capitalism happen, which yeah. is the stuff that interests us about this podcast. And it's just the wild because at a World's Fair, you can throw whatever you want at the wall. Yeah. It might stick. Fucking ice cream cones? You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, for example, one of the things that stuck to the wall at the 1904 St. Louis World Fair. Yeah. Apparently was peanut butter. Oh, and stick to the wall of your mouth. Oh. Now, was peanut butter the first nut butter? I don't know. Probably not. No. Here's and the thing. peanut butter have been used around the world. I was going to say. For a long time. This is when white people were like, wow, look what we invented. Yeah. But it's like there's cultures hundreds and hundreds of years ago like we've been fucking. So this was when peanut butter was popularized in America. <laughs> Heavy quotation marks. A light, people. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine your first taste of peanut butter? I went wild for it. I, as a as a kid, man, it was a treat. It was a spoonful. Now, are you a spoon peanut butter man? No. No? I'm a peanut a, butter and banana sandwich man. Oh, fuck. God, it's so good. It's just the right, it's the perfect balance. Oh. I'm a, I'm a, okay. I used to have um, what I used to call, and this is dating me, uh, we called it Family Guy Club. Where after high school, me and my good friend Julia would go back to my house and put on the Family Guy DVDs. Oh, get no. A, get a jar of peanut butter and just dip our Oreos into the peanut butter and scoop peanut butter that's, and Oreos. Oof, that's some real shit, It's man. real good. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was a dark time in my life. <laughs> now, are you crunchy or smooth? I'm smooth. I'm a smooth boy. 
I got converted. To crunchy? Yeah. You yeah, know. You also like like Adams and stuff. Well, the, the, that's it. Like, I used to be a smooth craft peanut butter and boy. I am. Right? Yeah. And like, you know, you try to go into a secular marriage. <laughs> and one person's crunch, the other person is smooth, and someone's got to convert. Someone's got to convert. And you know, I was converted. You know, I'm not going to judge you for it, but it's, it's just okay. not my way of life. <laughs> It's just not how I do. It's really, it's really a lot at Christmas. <laughs> Thank God we don't have any children because what could we do? Sometimes you just got to compromise. And I, <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> so two years after the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair, yeah. Italian immigrant Amadeo Obici yeah. founded the Planners Peanut Company and paid a child $5 to draw this great little nut. Look. <laughs> Look. It was a really good nut. Now, I was always thinking, like, what were the other mascots? Like, what were the other choices? Who knows? Could you imagine? Some not as cool nuts. Not as cool nut. What if it was, like, I don't know, like a cool sheep? Why would it be a sheep? I don't know. It's a, it's a peanut company. <laughs> sheep seat nuts? Do they? You don't even know. <laughs> you got, okay, Courtney, if you're going to be Tigers, pitching. Hey, 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 hey. Tigers don't eat cereal, Al. If you're going to be pitching, I <laughs> yeah. need you to be on okay, a higher I'm level. Not, I'm not. Look, I, okay. okay I'm, wrap I apologize. Up. I apologize. <laughs> Step back. Go on. Okay. So, Mr. Peanut died for America in his big nut car. What's up with that? What is the nutmobile and how could this tragedy have occurred? Yes, please tell me. I need to know. First introduced in 1935, the Nutmobile is a <gasps> peanut-shaped vehicle intended to travel the country, creating interest in the planter's line of products. 1935? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, early Nutmobile. Did it look like what it looks like today? It's changed a little bit over, yeah. over what the What came ages. first, Nutmobile or Wienermobile? I don't know. That's a great question. A, I really need to get into that. But they are friends. Who would win in a race? Well, they're friends. Are they friends? Yeah. Huh. Do they kiss? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for them to know. <laughs> the modern line of nutmobiles was introduced in 2011, consisting wow. of three nutmobiles, each one driven by a team of three drivers known as peanutters. Oh, Usually no. recently graduated students, often from the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. Oh, boy. Can you imagine getting that summer job? It sounds like it might not be that bad. It sounds like it's, if there's only three of them. Yeah. I think that's a little a little bit more like you want the job. Yeah. Where Wienermobile, like I've done a little bit of research on the Wienermobile. There's a lot of Wienermobiles and it's like they hire high schoolers. Like oh, <laughs> 16 year olds with a fresh license. That's rough. Give them a little wiener whistle and send them on their way. Oh, well, we love a wiener whistle. How do you think, do you think people have, you know. On the nutmobile? Oh, absolutely. You think they've nutted? College grads in oh. the nutmobile? You know could it. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? That's like, I think that's better than the Mile High Club. I think so. Nutting on the nutmobile? <laughs> I want to. One such peanutter, Taylor Higgins, mm. was interviewed in 2015 for the university student paper, The Alini, <laughs> in an article titled, Cashew at the Planter's Nutmobile. Oh, that sounds illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring any more nuts on the nutmobile. Um, so she described driving in the Macy's Day Parade, Aww. meeting President Jimmy Carter. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and caravanning with the Wienermobile through Yellowstone <gasps> Park as the sun set. 
That feels like a gross thing. Like capitalism through one of nature's beautiful. Oh, yeah, beautiful, absolutely. Like, it's apocryphal. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Plantersnutmobile.com lists their current peanutters, pistachioin, macadania, and peanut. Well, okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, I know planters. I know planters has branched out. I know they sell more than peanuts, right? Yeah. But it feels like a bastardization to you have a you have a peanut note mobile. But you can't make everybody's name peanut. Make your name peanut. What do you mean make my name peanut? Do a peanut pun with your name. Just peanut one, peanut two, peanut three. That's all. That's they're, all you do. They're not Doctor Seuss characters. <laughs> that's what you have on a little license plate. <laughs> Alpha? No, these aren't the names of the cars. Oh, what are they? These names? are the names of the people who drive the cars. Wait a minute. They changed their name? They have fun nicknames. Like Camp? Like Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't call you by your Christian name. Once you step aboard the peanut mobile, you are now a nut buddy. <laughs> You're pistachio in to us. <laughs> oh, no. Please, Mom, call me by my peanut name. <laughs> you don't understand. Well, it turns out it's not just the Nutmobile that spreads the good word of nut. <laughs> A hot air balloon bearing the image of Mr. <gasps> peanut... What? ...has also been spotted over Toronto, Canada. What? ...has been mistaken for a UFO by the sky-watching public. It's been mistaken for a UFO? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm looking up this motherfucker, because I need to know... Is it the whole nut? Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. It, you have? It's the whole nut. I haven't seen it in person. I know. It's... Oh. Oh, my God. It's his whole body. Yep. Like, it's... it's. Look. Yeah. That's the whole That's thing. That's the whole man. It looks like um, a mech. It does look like a mech. So, uh, it's... Imagine, folks, um, like, all of Mr. Peanut except the legs. Yeah. And the legs are the little basket, right? Wow. It looks like Mr. Peanut the balloon will, like, smash the other balloons out of the sky with his sky cane. We need to play, like, a like a game of Beam Saber or something, which yeah. is like a mech RPG where we play, like, pilots in a corporatocracy who pilot mascot mechs. <laughs> that would be so fun. Look at it. That's, that's too much. That's too much. That's absolutely too much. You came too hard, Mr. Peanut. <laughs> look at it. We will post some links to we Mr. Peanut to. We have to. on our Twitter so that you can see what Courtney's laughing it's about. It's so good. Um, but it's also sad because oh. it's actually almost as sad as his 2019 demise. There is a 2016 video from a Toronto family's YouTube channel titled Mr. Peanut Has Fallen, <gasps> which shows the hot nut descending into a grassy field, deflating until only his hat remains. It's truly chilling. Wow. What? Like apo- apocryphal. Yeah. Right? Mmm. So tell me why they killed the nut. Can you tell me why they killed the nut? I am about to tell you why they killed the nut. Okay, good, 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 good. The ad depicting the death of Mr. Peanut was first posted on January 22nd, 2020, (gasps) in preparation for the Super Bowl ad depicting his funeral and glorious rebirth. Okay. Of course, the long-winded eulogizing from other brands on Twitter became a little bit awkward (laughs) uh, because four days later, Kobe Bryant and his teenage daughter (gasps) Gianna died in a tragic helicopter accident. Oh, no. Uh, And the social media timeline had to try and contend with both at once. Can you imagine Wendy's like, oh man, we gotta. Uh. Wendy's over there with her girlfriend Moon Pie just. Yeah. 
Boy, when real things happen to real people, it's, brands really can't handle it, can they? It's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reaction to Mr. Peanut's death was the main goal. According to Mike Pirantosi of VaynerMedia, the company behind the campaign, he explained that the campaign was inspired by the death of Iron Man and the unexpected reaction that resulted across Twitter and other social media applications. When did, when did Iron Man die? In uh, the Thanos movie. When the, oh, the in snap? the movie, he did the snap. Yeah, in the Iron movie, Man did the snap no, and said bye. Thanos did the snap. He snap, snap, snapped. I'm outie. And a bunch of people died. Died. Iron Man died. Yes. I don't know these things. Uh, listen, never saw the movie. It's not important. Okay, <laughs> but people were upset. Wait, wait, wait. Planters saw went to the the theater. Yeah, they saw the big Marvel movie. <laughs> They're like, wow, people are sad about the Iron Man. Uh huh. Uh, and so maybe we should kill someone? <laughs> what is going on? Pirate what is Tosi going on? said, it's such a strange phenomenon. We did the unthinkable. Yeah. We created a program and an idea where Mr. Peanut dies and dies specifically sacrificing himself for his friends, which has always been a tenet of who he is and what he does. Has he it? always puts others first. Has it? <laughs> Now he does dress like a like a like a, a rich gentleman. Yeah, I don't think he puts other people first. That's not the vibe I personally get from Mr. Peanut. I think he's hanging out with a monopoly man. Absolutely, drinking a brandy and laughing at poor people. <laughs> That's what Mr. Peanut does. <laughs> oh no! I guess it makes sense because like they didn't have the guts to kill him off and then bring no. back another mascot. No. I guess Marvel doesn't do that either. No, Marvel brought Iron Man back eventually because it's Marvel. You know someone's coming back. Like we can, we can. a cash cow. We can make more money off of this. Yeah. You know how many Spider Mans we have? So many. I will say, my father, who listens to this podcast, his review of the latest Spider Man movie, Too Many Spider Mans. (laughs) Well, that's how I. That's how I see the movie. (laughs) Spider Man Five. Too many Spider Mans. Too many Spider Mans. I have not again. Well, we're not going to movies, period. No. But, but, and in fact, it actually has worked out. I think Spider-Man started this wave of Omicron. (laughs) The timelines, they work out. They really do. Uh, (laughs) I can see where Mike is coming from. Okay. The unexpected death of a lead character that fans have gotten to know over either decades of comics or just years of narrative building films is absolutely the same as a big monocled nut that we barely think about in emotional terms and for good reason. You sure did do it. And as if the grisly spectacle of mining retweets from a deceased nut wasn't bad enough, planters used their 2020 Super Bowl spot to subject us to the birth of baby nut and then continued to absorb our precious minutes on this earth with its evolution to young adult Peanut Jr., middle-aged Bart, and finally back to Mr. Peanut again. Okay, I want to talk about Baby Nut. Please. Do you think Baby Nut's cute? Uh, he's fine. He's fine? He's cute. There was an immediate backlash to Baby Nut. They didn't like the Baby no, Nut? They didn't. They're like, who do you think you are, fucking Grogu? Okay, well, I was going to ask, is he pre-Baby Yoda? No. No, he was before. He he crawled so Baby Yoda could float. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it was... Okay. I think they just should have stuck with Baby Nut. I, like, he's cute enough, yeah. but at what cost? Like... <laughs> I have, no, none cost. It doesn't cost me anything. It costs me time and energy. I just don't like... I don't like that he grew up. You don't like that he became Mr. Peanut. You yeah. thought he should have been a little baby forever. I don't... <laughs> 
I think he should be a forever baby. Okay. I think that's cute. Hot take. Yeah, hot take. Well, I like the teenager. No one wants a teenage nut. No, nobody. Well, he wasn't. He was 20. He went from baby to 21. Wow. If I could have. <laughs> <laughs> go from a baby to a 21, 21-year-old man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not go through a teenage head. That would be refreshing, actually. That'd be great. Hmm. <laughs> The main impact of the campaign on me is that it, it made me realize that probably the people who get the most out of this type of social media campaign are other brands. Yeah. As they fight in the digital Thunderdome to humanize their mascots, relate to consumers, and sell you products from the 21st century peanut gallery. Wow. As for planters, they moved on from their year in the life of a nut with a focus on tangible relationships to their audience, says Kraft Heinz U.S. Chief Growth Officer Sanjeev Gajiwala. We're trying to shift from talking on a sporadic basis around big moments to moving towards interacting every day about what the audience cares about. For us, that means reorienting our marketing teams to focus on agility, to think about how we can generate more meaningful content that gets connected to our consumers in more creative ways. And most importantly, around moments that matter to the consumer. For a start, that meant taking the $5 million they would have spent on a 2021 Super Bowl ad and donating it to families affected by the pandemic. And after what they've put us through, it's the least they can fucking do. But what they don't say is they spent that $5 million. They didn't give the money to people. It was just nuts. <laughs> yeah, they just got a big, big bat of hot Virginia nuts. Oh, you lost your home because of uh, hospital bills? Have some nuts. <laughs> <sighs> I want out. <laughs> get me out of here okay are we gonna see the baby nut commercial we're gonna watch both okay good the death and the funeral (laughs) what are we doing with our lives (laughs) yeah i don't know man (laughs) okay let's see let's see this baby nut let's see this baby nut we'll return after these messages mr peanut he spent his life bringing people together i know he'd be happy that we are all together now. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? What is that? Is that a baby nut? Just kidding. I'm back. Where's my monocle? Welcome back to the show. Uh, the sun. How do you feel about that? Okay. <laughs> okay. Thoughts, feelings? I have some thoughts. I have some feelings. I have some thoughts. Okay. Okay. Number one, I like I like that Mr. Peanut does not talk. Okay. I do. And him in the first commercial, just letting go and like just the shot of him falling. Mm-hmm. It, I like... Should have seen the body hit the hit the ground though. Oh, I want to think crack. you should have seen the impact. I want to see. You want to see the shell crack? Yeah, I mean, come I on. Want to see those two little things come out? <laughs> yeah, what's in there? <laughs> okay, I like it. The setup is good. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I like the first commercial. Second commercial, funeral, funeral for a nut. Wienermobile is parked there. That's cute. Yeah. Mister Clean and the Kool Aid Man is there, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like brand synergy, but Kraft owns everything. So it's just all crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just all crap. Craft owns everything. Everything, everything, everything. This is a small funeral for a nut. You would think it would be bigger. I also have a question. Yeah. Do you think that Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was yeah. there for Mr. Peanut, or do you think it was more friends with the Nutmobile, which also died? 
Oh, the, oh, you're right. The Nutmobile. Oh, uh, probably, probably the Nutmobile. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they were boyfriends. <laughs> if you don't think cars can have boyfriends, watch Pixar's Cars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you don't think cars can have boyfriends, you're a fascist. <laughs> We'll talk about this. <laughs> when we, we're going to do 2022, we're going to talk about the Wienermobile, and uh, we'll describe specifically why <laughs> these cars are gay. Okay. And there's a, there's a, I would think, I think they cheaped out on this funeral. Okay. I, there's, because there's not many people there. No, it's just the other Kraft Heinz characters. Characters. And like some humans. Yeah. And Cooley Man, he cries. And the water waters the mound. Well, does he cry water or does he cry Kool-Aid? Well, it was white. It was clear. Well, you can get clear Kool-Aid. Can you? Yeah. I use it, used to use it to dye wool because what? it has um, uh, it has an acidic element to oh, it. Oh, it has. Yeah, 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 yeah. That helps wow. the uh, dye. Okay. Stay. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe it's, maybe it's the clear stuff then. He, he drips Kool-Aid from his body. Um, and then you have like a Eucharist moment. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Uh, and Baby Nut is born. At first, I saw the nut, the little the little guy. I thought it was cute. You were, you were very into he's it. He's cute. He's very cute. Very cute. And then we went C-Lab 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Where the Baby Nut opens his mouth and is like, ha, dolphin, ha, dolphin noises. noises. Yeah. <laughs> Where you should, like, I'll talk about my plans for the Baby Nut in 2022 later. Yeah. But then that's what kills it for me. You don't like that. It's you, a joke. It's well, like, oh, oh, it's a cheap gag. Yeah, it's a, baby nuts not like a cheap you can't gag. You ruin the sanctity of Mr. Peanut's funeral and baby nuts' birth. A nut has died. And, and been reborn. Is this a Jesus allegory? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, he's like, I'm back, baby. Where's my monocle? Yeah. And then hashtag baby nut. <laughs> hashtag RIP nut becomes hashtag baby nut. Oh, and then people, it, you know what? This is all we heard. The first, like, I mean, the the COVID was going just, pretty like, strong, but I just this didn't is, need this on top of a pandemic. <laughs> and, you know, they didn't know. They didn't but, know. Well, well. <laughs> Maybe this is what I don't, do. You think in a in a non pandemic world, this would have flew as hard as as it did with some people? Yes, not with me. No. <laughs> okay, let's talk about what we. Yeah, that. please tell me about your baby future baby, vision. Baby two. See, I think I think a really honestly, they should have just killed Mister Peanut. Yeah, they, he should have been dead. Dead. Fuck. Done. Fuck this Marvel thing of bringing back characters. Whatever. 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 All the time and energy and money we've invested into this yeah. one man, gone. So I think instead of the funeral, you have planters and craft scientists harvesting, obviously, Mr. Peanut's sperm that he has pre <laughs> <laughs> And they implant it. Hey, they just, like, it's just a regular peanut. They just inject they it just right into They just pump it full of his sperm. Sperm. And then, then you have, then you plant it, and then the baby nut comes. Interesting, interesting. Right? So interesting. this is a whole new, it's a whole new baby nut. So now you have a new, you have a baby nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question for you. Um, Do they harvest 
Mr. Peanut's sperm from his corpse? Yeah. Or do they have some already frozen? I think they would have, I think there is a contract where it's okay. like, hey, you're 105, 106 years old. We've got to, we've got to make sure. Yeah. We don't know how long peanuts last. We got to have that in the tank. We got to have in the tank. You are, you are property of, of Kraft Inc. So uh, we got to have a little bit of, you know, that money And that's juice. true for all of the mascots. <laughs> There's a whole sperm bank. They're, yeah, they got Kool-Aid Man. They got yeah. Mr. Clean. Yeah, they yeah, got jo- yeah. They got everybody. They got everyone. They got everyone. They got sperm. a little bit of uh, oil from the Wienermobile. <laughs> <laughs> so, Baby Nut, he's created in a lab, uh, and he's here. Yeah. Um, and I think the TV commercials is literally Baby Nut in a lab learning how to be a mascot. You're oh. putting him through mascot school, right? Is there like a little like Crufts like dog track? Yeah, that he's like yeah, yeah. Going through the obstacles. Yeah. And I imagine like a completely white craft laboratory. Oh yeah, and, like, like, like pristine crisp. Yeah. and sterile. <laughs> With and in the background you can see the vault <laughs> yeah, with can, all the sperm in it. And maybe like you get a glimpse of like a couple reject like like they try. <laughs> like you know you know uh the big green giant. Yeah. He had the little guy too. Yeah. What if there was like, you know <laughs> So what you're suggesting yeah. is that Kraft Heinz is running a secret eugenics lab <laughs> yeah. for mascots. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Makes and sense to me. So the commercial is like teaching Baby Nut how to crawl, teaching Baby Nut how to use his little cane, mm. like giving a monocle, doing the pose, teaching him how to pose. And I think what the continuation is like through the year, the story of, of growing Baby Nut as a mascot. But one day, Baby Nut starts speaking <gasps> and he says, no, I don't want to be a mascot. Oh, my God. So Baby Nut goes out in the world as, like, escaping craft. And it's a fugitive situation. <laughs> They've got SEAL Team 6 out looking yeah, for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. He's at the end of the pipe. And, like, he's trying. He's trying to hide. And he's running. And craft, the craft execs, they're running after him. And he's going down a New York alley. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to get caught, right? And finally, what does he see in front of him? The Wienermobile. Oh, my God. Getaway car. Bye. And so it's just like commercials about him living his life, traveling the road on the Wienermobile, like trying to escape craft. And then he's like, Wienermobile, why did you save me? And Wienermobile's like, I knew your dad's car. (laughs) Confirming the gay relationship. And he won't say any more than that, but you can tell from the gravitas in his voice. There's history there. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the commercials I want. Mm-hmm. Really, the story of Baby Nut and as a rogue mascot. I love that. An I think an- that's great. An anti-mascot. That's what Marvel did, right? You had the hero, you need the anti-hero. Well, we had the mascot, we need the anti-mascot. We need the villain of mascots. Wow. And that's Baby Nut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my punch up for that's 2022. That's beautiful, Thank and you. I love it. Thank you. I kind of want to write... It. Yeah, you should. I kind of want to. <laughs> what? Now, I have a question for the folks at home. Baby Nut, cute or not? Yeah, let, let us know. We'll do a poll. Yeah, we'll try to remember to do a poll. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see whose who's side you're on. Yeah. Baby Nut, cute. Baby Nut, not cute. I think cute. I mean, it is objectively cute. Right? He's cute. I just don't have the energy for it. Well, it's like BB-8. 
I don't have the energy. <laughs> that for robot it. tried too hard. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Please. It's like we get it. You mm. can't. You can't get me. You can't get me out for Star Wars cuteness. There's nothing. <laughs> Baby Yoda, I guess. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. I just like, ugh. But the nut. The, the, the brands want it too bad. They, they do want it too bad. And sometimes we give it to them. Sometimes we do give it to them. Because we don't have anything left, frankly. I'd give it to them if I got to see the Wienermobile and the Nutmobile kiss. They just, like, hit bumpers. I'd give you all my money. I don't have any. We don't have for trans. We don't have any money. <laughs> okay. I got something, another gift for you. Yay. Uh, I have a local ad. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. You ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is from Shelbyville, Tennessee, oh my baby. God. Is he sleeping? <laughs> hey, Big John. <laughs> Big John, wake up. You got to do your commercial. What the Sam Hill? Howdy, howdy, friends and neighbors. Big John here from Music City Building Supply. Now listen, folks. Quit paying those retail prices and buy wholesale from us. We got paint for $5 a gallon. We got doors and windows and lumber. We got cement fiber for $4. We got carpet starting at $3.99. We got tile for 50 cents a square foot. Heat air system for under $1,000. We got hardwood starting at 99 cents. Come on down and see us. Take it strolling, Jim. Oh, I pay more when you can pay less. Get great stuff without the stress. We got big, big deals that you can buy down work done <laughs> if pokey and barney had a baby <laughs> yeah. it'd be this horse can you describe what you just saw yeah okay so music city building supplies yeah in shelbyville not in nashville no, just no. music city <laughs> but i assume nashville adjacent maybe Who knows? um there is a horse outside of a little like wooden cabin yeah he's got pants on. He does have pants on, answering forever the question of, would a horse wear pants like this or like this? Folks, he's wearing them like this. <laughs> um, Do you think they computer-generated his big dick? Yeah, and, and then they're like, we the- gotta put pants on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a man sleeping on a porch. That's Big John. That's Big John, the owner of uh, Music City Building Supplies. Yeah. And uh, the horse, Strollin' Jim. Yeah, his name is Strollin' Jim. Wakes up the guy, uh, Big Jim. Big John? They're all John, Jim, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. Oh, boy. Um, The man tells us about what kind of prices we can expect. Low. Low. (laughs) At this place, low. It looks very nice. We get a view of all the aisles. It looks like a Home Depot. Yeah, it does. I think they filmed inside of a Home Depot. Yeah, but uh, you could get, hey, you could get hardwood floors, 99 cents a square foot. Wow. 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 And then the horse does a very long song. A really long song, but it's stuck in my head. It's... Do 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 do. 
doing a little dance. Yeah. True to local ad form, the levels were not good. No. Uh, and you could not really hear what the horse was saying. No. But boy, was he going for it. That oh. horse had the skeletal anatomy in that horse's face. God. Deeply confusing he to me. You could cut, cut bread with those fucking cheekbones. You bones. really could. Boy, oh boy. Anyway, that's our local ad for today. If you have a local ad, you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at adcreeps or Instagram at adcreeps. That's true. Yep, 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 yep. And I guess after this, this is our last Super Bowl yeah. peanut special. It's back to your regular programming. Back to your regular, regular ad creeps. But we will be thinking Nut about... Nut free. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> I got a lot of thinking to do. Oh, boy. About these nuts. Okay. Well, uh, until next time, we, we are signing off. But first, a word from my spouse.